Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. talking to parents, also teens, but Gen X parents. I'm one. And uh, here's a song for us. And I'm living in a material world because I am a material girl. I used to be a huge fan of Madonna's. I still am. Okay. So last week I got to do some life coaching for parents of teens at my church. I go to a church called First Plymouth in Lincoln, Nebraska, but um, I just want you to know, like my faith, my spirituality is important, but I'm here to support everybody, okay? And, you know, I don't care what you believe, I just care about you, okay? And I don't care about your goals, what about your dreams? That's what I wanna know. Let's get physical, no, let's not do that song. That's another 80s song. Ooh, that one's super cheesy. Anyway. I'm excited to share uh, with you all some of the things that were really helpful. So I coached the parents on thoughts anyone. So I did my first Coach You course that if you join the IME member community, which I hope you will, because if you're a teen 12 to 18 and you want to co-create a body positive community in a body negative world with me and a parent of a teen who's maybe struggling with their weight, their body image, wants to reach their health goals, but also not even focus on goals, but just chase their dreams and just get out of all the crap permanently cancel diet culture and find self-love superpower and just get on with your life and get support from other teens and an expert activist MD like me who's gone through all this because I don't coach on anything that I haven't been through too then you'll want to join IME community so go to my website imecommunity.com go to the join the community I have been doing so much amazing work. Um, shout out to Scott Robnett, SDR Productions, who's my website manager, and he's an SEO, that search engine optimization guru. So we're really finding out that what's really resonating, you look at all these Google analytics, it's a true science, and it's awesome. Nerdy and techie stuff. But it's like so cool that this helpful uh, message of self love, superpower, self worth, self discovery, self love, um, it's hitting. It's hitting. It's resonating. People are looking it up. They're landing on the IME community website. It's awesome. So it's so cool. It's a totally different way to think about reaching your health goals and canceling diet culture and finding self-love superpower and getting out of perfectionism and all the things that keep us from from just having fun, you know, because let's have fun. So anyway, so I coach the parents on thoughts, anyone. And so it's our thoughts that create our feelings. We think that it's circumstances, situations in life, and we need to change those up 
take action or change the way that other people behave or what comes out of their mouth when we really have no control over that and we don't cause it and um, you know that's neutral and things that are out of our control and our facts we think are in our control and if we if we could you know change them up and and convince them to act in a different way, then we wouldn't have to feel a certain way. If if our weight was a certain way, our body was a certain way, and we believe in diet culture and what they tell us, then we would feel a certain way. But it's really our thoughts. Thoughts are a rainbow. Let me get my thought rainbow, okay? You You guys know thought rainbow. Okay, so thoughts are like a rainbow. They just come and go. We have tens of thousands of pre-programmed thoughts in our brains that come up where they're sometimes wacky, silly, weird, mean. But you are not your thoughts. You are not your higher thinking self. You are your conscious self. You are a beautiful spiritual soul being with purpose. And that's it. So you're not all the thoughts that come and go. Now, the problem is we stay attached to them because we're not even aware and then they create the feeling feelings and our feelings drive our actions or our inactions and our actions get a result. So we talked when I was life coaching the parents of teens about a lot about like story versus facts. So our minds tell us a story, right? Our minds just have a lot going on up there. My mind does a lot, which I'm like, ooh, this is awesome. And then I'm like, wait, it's not so fun to have a snow globe mind sometimes. It can be a little exhausting. But anyway, um, so we talked about how, um, and I gave you an example of like a teen going to school and getting a tardy and the story that maybe they hear. And it's like we, I wrote a paragraph like, OMG, I was late to school again. I got another tardy. I got up at 7.45 because I hit this, I hit this news a million times. My mom's so annoying. She told me to get up so many times. If she hadn't done that, I would have gotten up on my own. I ended up getting to school at 8.05 because nobody knows how to drive. All the idiots at this school don't know how to park. They take up like two parking spaces. I had to park in a spot that was so far away. I don't even know if it's a spot, but my piece of crap car, if it gets towed, I don't really care. Okay, you know, there's a lot going on in there. There's a lot of drama. And so then you go to school and you're already kind of like revved up in a cruddy mind space and in a blamey victimy space, not taking responsibility and probably gonna get the same result because you're blaming everyone else and you're just believing the story that's in your mind. So then the next slide on my PowerPoint presentation to parents of teens was, what's the facts? Like, let's separate the story versus the facts. This is a really great thing for you to do every day if you wanna do like a little thought download. I do this sometimes when I have a lot going on in my brain, is just write for a few minutes and then you can highlight what are actual things that I can prove. So in that case, with that situation, uh, that teen getting to school late was, the facts were woke up at 7.45, hit the snooze, and got to school at 8.05. And that's kind of it. <laughs> that's kind of it. Um, and so the parents were like, I hear that every day. I have so many thoughts swarming. So what can I do? And so we talked about like just kind of the awareness of, you know, well, what's really true out of all that? And just understanding like if you keep kind of believing that or keep having that same like story and stay stuck in it, you're going to keep getting the same results and let you know let your teen and if you're a teen listening let you you know kind of own it and if you're a parent who's like you know i keep calling my kid in tardy and i don't feel good about it 
um, and I take away these things that when they're if they're tardy again and they don't seem to be um, they don't seem to be motivated with the consequences that I'm giving them you can't make your team care about something they don't care about um, so you get to decide like which swords you want to die on <laughs> like choose your battles like what is important to you and just also think like as a parent like what story are you do you have going in your mind about your teen and so anyway we did a lot of amazing coaching and then I was like as things are happening around the world, which we've been experiencing a lot the last few couple years and with the pandemic and all the things that happened, climate change and all the political divisiveness and um, the racism and, and all of the horrible things that, that are happening, things that have been happening for, for a really long time that we have needed to address that we haven't. Um, and coming to terms with how you know we've contributed to those. Then what happened was Russia invaded Ukraine. And I had, when I did my talk, I said, you know, us Gen X parents are hyper-competitive, overachieving, kind of keep everything on the external diet culture believing parents. And so we're, I mean, we're great parents. We love our kids beyond measure. We love, love, love. We're really open about that. And, um, but we, we have been raised in that and we have perpetuated that kind of hyper-competitiveness, that external, a little bit of that living in a material world and I am a material girl. And we parent a lot from fear and lack. And I know I do. And so I worked with my coach for two years. Her name's Kristen Webster. I talk about her a lot. She's awesome. She helped me so much with my, moving my, relationship with my teens from transactional where you know you're providing the needs you know feeding them and everything to more of a relational approach more compassionate compliance versus compassion so i talk about that a lot how you know coaching with compliance would be like a coach telling you what to do versus compassion would be like really listening aligning with your values helping to really mobilize you to create your future self and chase your dreams. But anyway, so again, I don't care about your goals. I want to know about your dreams, okay? Goals, boring. Who cares? I mean, yeah, awesome. I can be a goal slayer, but it's all tied into a greater vision of having fun and leading a meaningful, purposeful life and being generous and loving and compassionate and neighborly and all the good things. Okay, so I thought, you know, we, we don't have a whole lot of credibility on a lot of issues, Gen X parents, because, and especially like with a pandemic, because I think we've created really high stakes around and driven a lot of perfectionism around things that don't necessarily matter. So I did a podcast and YouTube video a while ago on, you know, parents don't sweat the small stuff, because then um, your teens, like you just, you're making a lot, if we make a lot of drama over little things, then you know the big things that are really important in life we really don't have a lot of leverage or we don't have a lot of um you know connection uh with our teens and so anyway so the whole goal is to coach parents to show up as loving and supportive for their teen and to create your future self guide words for you as a parent so for me like I want to show up funny I want to show up with um, that my, I hope my teens can trust me that I'm going to be there for them no matter what and also with compassion so that I'm a soft place to land my mom was always that for me 
and uh, my daughter and I were talking about this the other day. Like, like my husband is like, I mean, he can get all his panties in a wad and get all ticked off about stuff and whatever. Um, and he's this high achieving guy. And I'm like, but you know, like in the end, like with dad, like you're gonna, you can whittle him down. Like he's he's fine. Like I can always. You know, I totally trust, like, that he's going to be the soft place to land. And my kid's like, oh, yeah, 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 dad is. Dad is. So, anyway, that's a really cool thing about him. Uh, but that's what I want. And so I asked the parents when I was um, coaching them. And I said, if anybody wants to share your guide words, um, if you have three guide words or even one, you can share. And they got a, whoever shared got a copy of my Magical Everywhere children's book, which is amazing. And you can get on my website. It's a great message. So if you have a younger kid in your home or um, I'll send you a... You just go to IME Books on my IME Community website, and it's amazing. And a portion of the proceeds go to benefit child health nonprofit organizations. And we're doing a lot of amazing uh, support and collaboration with Reach Out and Read to promote early literacy. So that's awesome. So the mom who shared, she was really on fire, excited to be a loving and supportive um, mom for her teens. And just the thought that you could create your vision of how you want to show up as a parent is so exciting. Okay, it's awesome. So um, instead of being reactive, we can be responsive and then operate with some intentionality. And especially when things that are really heavy going on in the world, we need to figure out you know, how to have an actual um, conversation with our teen about it because we can't fix and solve it, but we also don't wanna to totally ignore it and be you know, sweating the small stuff because you know, you know, we want our teens to be able to talk about it because it's gonna bother them and we need to help them through it. But anyway, so she shared that she wanted to be a role model for self-compassion, which is awesome, which I said, that's the only role model you have to be is a role model for self-compassion. Let your teens know you make mistakes, let your kids know you fail, but it doesn't mean you're a failure, it's okay. That's part of being a human, all right? Allow your emotions, there's nothing wrong. So she wanted to be a role model for self-compassion and an ally for her teen. And I just thought that was such a great word. So she shared two words that mom did and then uh, two guide words for her future parenting self who she's embodying now, letting go of her past parent self. Your past parent self is your thoughts about your past parent self. You can let it go. Some things you're gonna wanna keep, of course. Um, every day's a new day. All right, so that's very helpful. So if you're a parent listening and a teen listening, um, start thinking about your future self at the end of 2022 and start embodying that. What are your three guide words? For my work, Dr. Carla, Activist MD, my words are funny, unapologetic, fire starter. Those really, when I show up, I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And as a mom, it's going to be different. Okay. So the different roles and, um, and for me, for myself, um, you know, it's going to be different. But anyway, that's, um, we all have a lot of different roles in our life. Okay. So I wrote this really cool blog and that's what I'm doing this podcast and called Life Coaching Gen X Parents of Teens on Russia's Invasion of Ukraine, which is really life coaching, um, you know, 10 ways to support your teen during a global tragedy. So this, this is important stuff. Okay. And, um, First, I wanna ask, like, are you a Gen X parent like me? So I, I wear my Purple Rain t-shirt that I got at Target, very proudly, with my mom jeans, my Hoka sneakers, and my Apple Watch, which I have on. 
um, that I ignore when it pings me to stand up several times a day. That's the rebel yell in me. Uh, if you're a Gen X parent, you grew up with 80s music, living in a material world, which I say is the best ever. And my daughter, Audrey, says is the sole reason she's grateful she did, wasn't a teen in the 80s. Uh, we're hyper-competitive, overachieving, diet culture-believing parents who grew up without the internet because Al Gore hadn't invented it yet. <laughs> and without the yin and yang of technology and social media. So we grew up with all the focus on the external. No one asked us how you were feeling because they did not care. And even if they would have asked, we wouldn't have had a clue how to respond. Cable was TV or MTV, totally and not 24-hour-a-day news like today's teens are exposed to, not that they watch the news. Um, of course, gen us Gen X parents experienced global disasters and tragedy, but without social media, we really had kind of a natural buffer, so we weren't inundated constantly with tragic news that either teens are just overwhelmed by or desensitized to, right? And it depends on the time, maybe all, maybe all of the above. At times, we did feel helpless, for sure, but we were not constantly reminded of our helplessness and sense of impending doom as we mindlessly scrolled through our phones. Cordless phones were super high tech and for the 1% of the time. And there's no doubt the 80s were fun, but we were served up with like a fakeness and a superficiality to it, okay? And kind of like a side order of tasty pre supersize McDonald's french fries. Okay. So the American Academy of Pediatrics has a new, had a news release recently highlighting a study that showed that pre-pandemic, about 21% of teens experienced a major depressive episode and 9% of children and adolescents experienced anxiety even before the stress of the COVID-19 pandemic wreaked havoc on their lives. And there was a new study out of the centers, the CDC, um, published in the Morbidity Mortality Weekly Report that took an in-depth look at mental health of children and adolescents uh, from 2013 to 2019. So again, pre-pandemic. And they looked at da data from nine federal surveillance systems, so different surveys that they do, and found that among youths aged three to 17 years old, 10% of children and adolescents had received mental health treatment in the year before the survey, probably needed more. 10% had ADHD, 9% had anxiety problems, 9% had experienced behavioral conduct problems, 8% had taken medication for mental health problems in the previous year, 4% had experienced depression, and 2% meant the autism spectrum disorder case definition. And then some of the data sets that um, pertain to what we do um, with IME Community um, look specifically at adolescents and teens and included age ranges of 12 to 17 or 14 to 18. And so 30% persistently felt sad or hopeless for at least two weeks. 26% received mental health services, should be higher. 21% had experienced a major depressive episode. 19% had seriously considered um, attempting suicide in their previous year. So I wanna tell you all, of course, that um, if this, we're talking about behavioral health and heavy issues here, so I want you to seek help if you need it. And 9% um, had attempted suicide in the previous year. Seven out of 100,000 adolescents aged 10 to 19 years died 
2018 and 2019, and 4% had a substance use disorder in the previous year. Um, previous studies um, indicate 40% of children will have met the criteria for a mental health condition by the time they reach adulthood, and the stress of the um, pandemic has exacerbated these issues. And um, a national emergency in children's mental health, um, an advisory calling for action to protect the mental health of youths has been declared. And then here we go. Russia invades Ukraine. So another thing that we're stressed about. And I'm going to talk about my kids now. So my husband barged in the house. I hate autocrats. Why do people have such an affinity for autocrats? Did you talk about Russia and Ukraine today at school? I asked my senior and my freshman. Yes, they responded, and then we left it at that. We have strong opinions and conversations in our house. Maybe you do too. But never once did my husband or I ask our teens or ourselves, how are you feeling today? Russia invading Ukraine is big news, and I've been thinking about you and wanting to check in to see how you are feeling. Never once did it even dawn on us. If I asked this, my teens might literally put down their phones, look at each other, and agree on something for once. Who is this woman in our kitchen who looks just like our mom? So with all of today's tragedies, it can be really overwhelming, bringing up legitimate question. Is it even possible for Gen X parents to actually help our teens process global tragedies? And like I said before, us Gen X parents may be short on introspection, but love our children beyond measure. And I guess those cheesy 80s love songs must have struck a chord with our parenting. So here are the 10 ways that I suggest you support your teen if you're a parent listening during a global tragedy. Discuss issues by asking, how are you feeling to let your teen know you care about them and how they are processing the news? Number two, don't try to fix or solve or invalidate your teen's feelings by saying things like, it's okay. Instead, just listen, listen, listen. Get comfortable with leaving the conversation with, it's terrible, it's so tragic, it's horrible. You can't fix or solve these things. It's okay to, to leave it at that. Global issues are constantly evolving and changing. It's not a one and done conversation. There's no finish line. Be open to having ongoing conversations with your teen on the same issues. Support your teen to practice intentional self-care. See the IME community top 10 self-care tips for teens. Recognize you don't cause or control suffering for you, for your teen, or for the world. You are part of a common humanity of joys, of suffering, and so is your teen. Decide how you want to show up for your teen and where you want to put your attentional focus. All of life is a duality. That means it's like a mix of good and bad. But, and it's okay to have a mix of emotions. But try to stay out of black and white thinking, okay? It's... Let your teen know like it's okay for them to go out and have fun with their friends and also care deeply about global issues at the same time. Don't shame your teen if your teen copes with emotions like stress by buffering with food, sleep, or social media. Let's not shame our teens. We're here to role model self-compassion. This is a hard time. I want you to stay in your lane, okay? I have to practice this every day with intention. I'm not a perfect parent. That's why I can coach you on this, okay? Stay in your lane. How are you working it out for yourself? 
check in and internally with yourself and ask, how am I feeling? So, you know, you may be like, I like figure out like where I'm going to make a donation, how I'm going to post about it on social media, what I'm going to follow. I'm on TikTok, so I do edit a, you know, a post. And so anyway, that's important for you to figure it out for yourself too. Um, decide which experts you're going to learn from and what news outlets you want to follow. You want to maybe minimize your inputs. None is okay too, of course. It's fine. Monitor your inputs and your outputs on social media. Consider a social media cleanse. We all know we're not going to change the world here. Okay. So us Gen X parents have evolved when it comes, have not maybe evolved too much when it comes to being introspective, but the world has changed and the stakes are high for our teens. So let's stop waiting for Michael J. Fox to pick us up in the DeLorean and take us back to the future. It's time for us to parent up. So we're creating community with Compassionate Connection. Make sure you check out IME Community. We're gonna coach on all these things. Life coaching is about all the things and I'm doing a ton to support parents and I love life coaching parents of teens. So let's go. All right, see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.